Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. For 10 years, Verizon has provided technology, curriculum, and connectivity to over a million students, like William. I met William in the sixth grade. From the beginning, he wanted to explore things. Mr. Gonzalez actually put a robot in my hand and gave me a tablet, and he let me code it and move it around. That opened my eyes, and I realized how cool this stuff was. Now my classroom is a place of innovation. They're going to shape the world. Get the full story at verizoninnovativelearning.com. When did the image of success become so shallow and cookie cutter? It's carefree entrepreneurship, sprawling homes, and curated aesthetics, all wrapped up in a simplified social media post, rife with the latest buzzwords explaining how you're just one manifestation away from the life of your dreams. But building thriving businesses and positioning yourself as a leader in any industry has little to do with hitting these external validations and everything to do with cutting through the crap and getting to work. My name is James Patrick, and I'm an internationally published photographer, marketing strategist, and your host in this discussion. I've spent decades studying the mechanics of success so I could reverse engineer the process. Together, let's specifically define what success means to you and determine the steps to get you there. With real strategies, exclusive interviews, and game-changing ideas you can implement into your life and business. It's time to go beyond the facade, beyond the posturing, beyond the image to create real change personally and professionally. This is the Beyond the Image Podcast. My guest today... It's been way too long. The one and only Tiffany Carter. Tiffany, how are you doing today? Well, now that we got my uh, crazy bulldog to shut up, I'm pretty good. But I'm fire. I'm like in a fiery, feisty mood today. So you're you're getting like ranty tiff, which is always Ooh. entertaining. Yeah. I don't know if I had ranty tiff on last time. I'm very curious I don't, where this you, is going to go. You probably didn't. It's rare. And so I, it was divine timing that you're mm. getting ranty tiff. Meant to be. I'll take it. Um, now- you're going to be presenting at Fiposium this year. You know, we've we've talked about this on the show before. Your background was in as a TV journalist, and now now you work uh, as a business coach. Um, and the thing that when we were talking about bringing you on stage this year, it what I what I love so much about it was like you know the thing that so many struggle with is not just how to stand out, but how to stand out in a way that kind of cuts through all the bullshit, that cuts through all the useless highbrow language and just says, listen, this is who I am. This is what I am here to do that no one else can do. And I'm, and I'm curious, like, where did that, even that inspiration come from to, to help people zone in on, on this thing? Where I found my sweet spot in coming into, you know, a, a rather saturated space, you know, in online coaching and truly there's nothing that seems more saturated than fitness and health mm -hmm. and all of that stuff. What got me to do it 
was me being so sick of seeing the stuff that pissed me off in the business coaching world. And it's people teaching, oh, this hack and in these three things, you do these and then you you end up getting, you know, your star publication, you get on NBC and it's like, no. And then what happens is when people buy that fantasy marketing and then they go to try to maybe follow some of these things and it doesn't work they internalized it and blame themselves. Maybe I don't have what it takes. Maybe I waited too long to do this. Maybe I don't have the right look. Maybe I don't have enough followers. And then they feel like crap and then they don't follow their thing. Mm -hmm. And so no one was really, the truth isn't always sexy. Okay. Mm -hmm. If I, if you and I sold on fantasy marketing, we'd be worth tens of millions of dollars. But, but that doesn't get the people, the true results. No. And I mean, there's a catch to everything you want to get on the cover. You want to be the most sought after you want someone to go, Oh my God, you've got to go. You've got to go follow Sarah. I mean, she is not only is she like ripped, but she has, she has a unique way of like getting your arms to look bomb ass And, you know, in just a few weeks with a few simple tweaks, she's incredible and she keeps it real. Like you want to be that person. There's a catch to that. There's some crap you're going to have to do to have that happen. And it's not going to happen because you have some, you have a hot body, some cute photos, and, you know, you take a course for $97. If that was all it took, Tiffany, I myself would be (laughs) everywhere. I'd be on the cover of everything. That'd be amazing to see. That'd be amazing to see, though. (laughs) (laughs) James in a James in a power pose and a mankini. I mean, I I would would buy that. I, you know, years ago, I, I came up with this fake idea for a book, and it was called I. What I I I learned that Steve Harvey came out with his own like self-development book, which I thought was just wildly inappropriate. And the cover of Steve Harvey's book, he's wearing a suit and he's got one knee up on a box and his arms on his knees, just kind of like, you know, just glowering into the camera. I'm like, well, I'm just going to mimic that exact pose. I put on a suit and I, you know, glowered into the camera. And uh, the title of this fake book was uh, 249. What was it? 249 ways to not suck. Um, and it was how to how to suck less in life and business. And the reason it was 249 reasons was because 250 would suck. Like that was that was the that was the tagline. And I put that out. And there were people literally saying, I'm looking on Amazon. I, I just I'm not finding this. I'm just like, keep looking. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> keep looking for it. <laughs> I mean, look in your own industry and your own like specific niche. Maybe it's in like bikini modeling. Maybe mm-hmm. it's in, you know, fat loss. Maybe it's in you train other people to, you know, to do well in competitions or your master mm-hmm. poser, whatever the hell it is. What pisses you off and irritates you in your own industry? Like, what do you see when you're scrolling? What do you see when you're picking up magazines, when you're at the gym, wherever, where you're like, oh my God, really? Someone's doing this again. And when you do that, you'll end up finding your own sweet spot mm. in your industry. You know, like I know I work with a lot of, I work with a lot of fitness coaches because a lot of you guys are great at getting attention in the sense of getting followers, um, you know, building, I call them content vampires. They'll follow all your workouts, your mm-hmm. nutrition, and then they won't buy a fucking thing from you. 
So you guys have a lot of that. So it looks really impressive. I mean, some of you have the blue check, you got the whole jam and you're making no money and you're not making money because you're not standing for anything. Mm. And when we don't stand for anything, we stand for nothing and you don't stand out or you're standing for too many things because you really care. You know, it's coming from a good place. You really care. So you're, you don't want to alienate or push away people. And so you're like, I can help a mom. I can help 16 year olds. You know, I can help, you know, I can help a fellow, you know, fitness person. I can help. And it's like, you're trying to help all the people. Well, now it's not really clear who you help because you're saying you can help everybody. And I see this in business coaching. I'm sure you see it like also in marketing photography, where when someone is like, the jack of all trades, you're the master of none. What do you guys know James for? He is, you want to get on a cover. You want to make sure you land a cover and you stand out and you are, you are it. You're that person. We know he's the guy period. You're someone who already wants, you know, wants top photos in this fitness wellness industry. Who do you hire? James, you know that, but you've taught them that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are you, what are you meaning listeners? What have you taught your people? You're the go-to for what have you taught them that you stand for and don't stand for? What are you teach them through what comes out of your mouth and also what you're putting out there visually? We teach people who we are through words, through behaviors, through action, through energy. And you're not really standing for something, you know, it's like, you're probably going, oh, well, you know, there's 5,000 other other women or men who already teach posing or, mm-hmm. you know, they already teach how to do, I don't, I mean, I don't even know. Like, what is it called? Macros? Like, I'm not into that shit anymore. But like, <laughs> clearly, <laughs> I just like ate an egg sandwich before I came on. <laughs> That's awesome. You know I went what? the other way. <laughs> You know what I love about this is when you said, what have you taught them? Because that right there, what have you taught your audience about how, where you stand, what you stand for, what your positioning is, what your beliefs are. The the word taught means it has to be proactive. You are actually in action versus so many of us believe that, well, we'll just put out some stuff and reactively people kind of know and, and suss us out. But that posturing, number one, is so passive, but number two, it takes control out of our hands. And we have no idea how our audience is going to perceive us or define us or or how they are categorizing us within their hierarchy of needs. Okay. But when we're teaching our audience, this is what I do for you that no one else does. Now, all of a sudden, we're being proactive about this. And the other thing was that I'm so glad all this anger that I hold on to every single day actually has use. I'm going to go home and tell my wife it is worth it. Tiffany Carter said that I can apply this anger and all this vitriol I have for others within my energy. But here's what I liked about this. You said, what are you seeing that it pisses you off that you don't like because you are able to then contrast yourself and that ability to contrast yourself says, aren't you, because, because other people are going to say the same thing. Aren't you tired of everyone over here doing this? Me too. That's why I'm way over here doing that. And I love, I love that, that contrast that, that you positioned. 
And this is why you stand out because you're not the cookie cutter person, but I get how easy it is to fall into it Mm -hmm. because you're probably studying other people who you admire in your own space, fitness, wellness, whatever. And you're going, oh, well, they do this and they do the workout videos and now they have like a recipe book and now they have their own protein powder and then they have their fucking band. Everyone has the bands. I'm over the bands. Like, you know, so you're you're watching them do that and you're like, well, it's working for them. Mm -hmm. And not to say you're like sitting there maybe trying to copy them, but you're like, well, I need to do a version of that because it's already working for them. Well, that's being lazy. Me too marketing is not a money-making strategy and you're Mm -hmm. doing me too marketing. And it's, I'm not saying it's a blame you. It's, there is a little laziness. So I'm calling you out, but the other side of it is you're not sure what to do. And it all almost like totally overwhelms you and you're, and you need someone to help you really, really pull out that it factor. So you're kind of borrowing someone else's it factor temporarily and hoping you'll find it. And let me tell you something, you're going to waste a lot of time doing it. I have clients who've come to me who've been working the gram. They've got a big email list. They've been, they've been working. They've even have some covers. They've been working it for years and they're not making any money because yeah, hot body, you know, very stunning, even, even well-spoken, um, lot of not great knowledge tips and all that but you're just another another one there's so many like you don't I don't remember anything about you think of the people who you've seen on repeat covers and obviously James knows all these people who are the people who get repeat cover covers and repeat press aren't they the people where it's very clear what they're all about what their thing is you know it's it's easy to understand why early within a trajectory we emulate others. Or if we are having some sort of existential crisis, why we would emulate others because, okay, this is working. Maybe I can learn something from this. And whether we're conscious of it or not, and I've been guilty of this as, as anyone of saying, well, I, you know, as a business coach, I need to have a certain, uh, evoke a certain lifestyle. And I'm driving around, I'm driving around in my fucking Subaru Forester with a cracked windshield. (laughs) I want to do this video. You you see these fucking influencers where they like walk up and they like unlock their car. It's some like gorgeous fucking. It's like a Maserati. Maserati. Yeah. I want to do that same thing and walk up to a Maserati. But what you don't see is my Subaru parked right behind it. So when I click the button, the Subaru lights up, not the Maserati. Yeah. Um, that would be amazing. And I would love for you to do that. That'd be hysterical and do it in slow-mo, like, yes. you know, like the oh, slow-mo yeah. walk. Like I see a lot of like the male influencers. It's like a slow-mo to their Ferrari or to the private jet. Yeah. Always. <laughs> and looking to the left for some reason, I don't know why left, but left, not right, left, look left. And <laughs> yeah, it's, or yeah, I you know, when I get a minivan, which I think is in my near future, oh, I think God, that's, no. that's, <laughs> that's no what S- I'm going to Can't you guys do like an SUV. <laughs> well, we have two SUVs, but I don't know. Like, I feel like I, I just need to give up and get a minivan like that. <laughs> that's a true sign of forfeiture in life. But, you know, it's it, the, the point is, it's easy to understand why we fall into that trap. But here's the thing. It may be successful in the short term. 
but the most successful we will ever be is perhaps where that one person was by the time we started emulating them. And by the time we're there, they're way past that. Okay. It's like, if someone were to chart out and say, I want to be the next big fitness magazine cover photographer. Okay. Once you hit where I'm at 600 plus covers, guess what? I'll have 1500 and I'll be much further down the path. So you're always going to be behind that person you're trying to emulate. And it's going to be a very frustrating place to be because you are now stuck in a comparison modality. And, you know, to go back to what you're saying is like, let's find ways to contrast. Let's find, and it's, it, contrasting doesn't mean you have to demonize everyone else, but at the same time, you have to show why your background, your approach, your methodology, or the results you deliver, or the people you work with are different than the people who you see just crowding the marketplace. Let me give an example. And I'm, I'm someone, if you don't know my story, I literally went to treatment for exercise addiction. So uh, this is why I understand the brain of you guys, like, which is a form of an eating disorder. I wanted to be on the cover. I wanted to do that. I, I was at every magazine you could name. And then I like tore out the pages and brought them to the gym. And I'd be like, if I just did this, I, I bought all the things. I bought the shake weight, you guys, like I was desperate times. <laughs> I fell for everything. But what about what about the person who is not being served? There's an example right there. What about being the fitness coach, the health mentor to people who've had eating disorders or disordered eating or um, exercise addiction? If that, you know, if that makes sense for who you are and your story, what about that? What about the people who aren't as like sexy to maybe help? What about people who identify as having some sort of physical challenge? Where the fuck are these people? So I just want to, you, you got to be in the room with creative minds where we have our content muscle and our strategy muscle so, so developed, like James and myself. We're able to see what you can't see. When you're standing outside of a picture frame, you, you, when you're standing in the picture frame, you can't, you can't see the whole view. You can't see what's going on. And it's not because you're not good at this stuff. It's not because you don't have an it factor. Everyone has an it factor. You know what my dad's it factor was? God bless him. And this is a man who barely spoke. Thank you for my daddy issues. But <laughs> <laughs> he barely spoke. He was, you know, a rather like a conventional looking guy. You know, there was nothing extraordinary about him looks wise but what was his it factor this man um didn't say much but when he spoke people listened hmm. and his niche he went after the asian market because he found when he traveled for import exporting that the um asian culture loved him as an american who doesn't speak well that's fucking rare you know, and very polite. My dad was very obsessed with respectful of other cultures. Like he loved it and a historian and they loved that, that he loved it. And that's how he made all of his money. And he went back and forth to Hong Kong for God knows how many years. And he found his people. And he was known for that. You want to do a deal? You want to you have an import exporting, you know, consumer package good product? 
you go to Tom Carter. And he created that. He found it. So everyone has it. And if you looked at this guy, you know, I love him and all, but you would never, you, this is not someone who screamed it factor. Mm. I think it's so easy for so many of the listeners to just assume not them. There's no way they can, they can develop something. They haven't been doing whatever they're doing long enough or, you know, they, they haven't overcome anything big or, 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 uh, monumentous that that they succeeded in the end or something like that but it's about finding something that is so unique at at a cellular level to even just how they operate day to day that could apply to their service to others yeah it's not just about what makes you unique or niching you know all that stuff in your business Let's look at you are, especially in, in the, you know, fitness wellness world, you are a personal brand. I mean, James has his, you know, you, I mean, you even have your name like trademark, don't you? I like, do. <laughs> James, <laughs> I love you. James has his own personal brand and don't name, you can't name your kid, James no. Patrick. No, that, that's fucking sued. trademarked. <laughs> I have my own unique style and personal brand. But what are things about you that are weird, quirky, unique? What is your style when you give advice to people? Your coaching style, even when you give advice to friends and family, what do they say about you? So let me give some examples from clients and maybe it'll spark like for you guys to get some ideas, okay? Because a lot of people go, I don't have anything. I'm like really boring. Like I go Mm -hmm. to the gym, you know, I drink a coffee, I like meal prep and I go to bed. Like I don't have, you know, anything unique about me. We're all weird and I will find your weird. And then what we do is we put a magnifying glass on your weird. So here's some for me. I'm an introvert. Yeah. My lifestyle kind of looks a little exciting on the gram because I like travel and speak a lot and all that shit. But like (laughs) relatively, like I have like five friends and I don't go out much. So what's unique about me? I have a weird obsession with paper towels. If I have less than 10 rolls at either of my houses at any time, I like get anxiety. Like it's, and it has to be the bounty quicker picker upper multi-size. I'm I'm all about the, what what starts with the V, the one that's like, like oh, those are the fancy ones. Yeah. Yeah. That's next level. Yeah. We had a friend bias us because I'm not going to pay for those. (laughs) Yeah. Walmart Walmart brand for me, but that's like the. That's the uh, Rolls Royce of the paper towel. Now I get excited talking about this. This is weird. This isn't normal. This started with, I was too lazy when I would meal prep and I wasn't going to do, I wasn't going to do all the containers and I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't bring all the containers and like a, I was have to carry luggage with me to work. Like that didn't make sense. So I'd put the boiled chicken and shit wrap it in paper towel and then put it in a Ziploc bag and take it. That's probably where my obsession started, but I have an addiction to office supplies. They make me feel Mm -hmm. organized, even though I don't use them and I'm not organized. So I have lots of weird things about me. I have a deep hatred for pumpkin spice, everything. This is what makes me memorable and relatable to people. And you're like, well, how does that help you sell your business coaching programs and in your membership and all of that tiff, because 
people are buying you, people are buying me. And if Mm -hmm. they, if you don't stand out and you're not, they're not thinking about you when you're not around in front of their face, then you're screwed. And I'm talking, I have a lot of, I went to Emerson college, shout out Emerson. We're Emerson mafia in LA. I have a lot of friends who are TV producers, radio producers. I I know what, and as a former newscaster, I know what, they're looking for and what they're not. And if you stick in the mind of one of those producers, one of those reporters, one of those writers, and you connect, oh, she also, that's right. That's that girl. They might not remember your name. That's that girl who helps people make money online. That's right. She hates pumpkin spice lattes. Like she really hates them too. And what happens now when people go see, now when you guys go to Trader Joe's, which is like, attack of the pumpkin spice you're gonna go oh my god tiffany would tiffany would hate this Mm -hmm. and now you're gonna always attribute james to fancy paper towels yeah i well no i can't afford to buy more fancy paper towels i a friend bought those for us but um every time i buy pens i think of you i'm like i wonder i wonder if tiffany would like this pen and by the way i think you would uh, I, I've been buying these multi-packs of, I think it's called Tool, T-U, with with the little line over the U-L. Uh, they're, they're 1.0 gel pens. I like a 1.0. 0.7. So you like, you, like, you like a thicker ink. Me yes, too. Yes. It, it feels I, I satisfying. Yes, yes, me too. Yes. I don't need no fine point bullshit. Yeah, I like I like. There a you bold. go. But yeah, these, okay. these tools, you buy you buy the multi-pack, you get, you get 10 blacks and you get five blues and five reds so i always carry my little my little trio around it's delightful see this this makes this this makes me happy i'm holding up all of my (laughs) i mean i have and i love this and that's this is exactly these are these are nuances but maybe your thing is that you hate broccoli maybe your weird thing is you really do eat the same thing every day like Maybe it's that you, if you see one dish in the sink, you lose your mind. And what we want to do and what James and I will teach you, especially if you're coming to Fitposium, which I mean, I don't know if you're not like this is this is it, people. Like if you're not, you are literally leaving tens of thousands of dollars on the table Mm because I know exactly what we're teaching you. But also, if you're coming in person, you're getting this workshopped out with me like people. I'm I'm not cheap. Okay, honey. Like (laughs) this is, this is going to be game changing. And I'm giving you some little, you know, nuances to think about of what you can package in your brand. Maybe you like have a fixation on pickles and you have four jars of pickles in your refrigerator. We want to magnify that visually weave it into your brand. Now people are going to be thinking about you every damn time they see pickles. Mm Mm-hmm. And don't pick coffee. Don't pick. It could be like, let's say you have an affiliate, um, an affiliate company you work with, protein powder. You're in a network marketing company. We could maybe pick something in there if it's genuine, right? This can't be made up. Something genuine that you're obsessed with from that line, and now you now you a- attach an affiliate offer. I'm coming out with an office supply line. You didn't. I didn't know this, James. It's that it's, is so brilliant. And it's gonna be off like unconventional not your standard shit like boss type office supplies for men for women the whole thing 
That makes sense with my brand and it's an integrity and it's true. So we've got to find, we've got to find those things. That's just one example of how we're going to keep you on top of mind. Cause think about what you remember about people. You might not even remember my name, although I mean, Tiffany is a kind of, you know, it's a stripper name. It's not that hard. It's with a Y though. So we're okay. Yeah. No, um, there's no eyes, no eyes no, on this podcast. There, there's no eyes. So you might not remember my, my Instagram handle. You might not remember the name of my podcast, but you're going to go, God, James had this woman on talking about branding, how to stand out in the media, how to make my brand stand out. And she's coming out with an office supply line. Like she, and she's really weird. Like she's, has a, she like really likes paper towels. I don't give a fuck how you remember me. Mm -hmm. As long, you know, you remember me, you remember me somehow I'm in the game. So are you. Well, I think what, what makes this even more interesting is as our, as we start to put light on our, you know, what we think of as idiosyncrasies, it, 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 it leads to the, the viewer, the audience member to start making connections of why we're doing some of the things we're doing. Like I am obsessively serious about organization. It to, to a, to a degree that it becomes violent at my house. <laughs> <laughs> why is this not at a right angle? So it makes sense that, you know, I mean, owning multiple businesses, it makes sense that I have to have very strict routines and how I'm organizing my time. So I made it, uh, I've been, I've made my own planner that I've been using myself for years, just, just to manage my own schedule. And I would literally draw it out every day. Like this is what I do. And then I had my sister who's a, a great graphic designer said, can you make this like printable? Like, can you take my sketches and make this printable? And she did. And, and you know, we printed out this. No shit. It's 500 pages. Hold on. Why haven't I gotten one of these? This sounds well, it's, it's, it's in beta. Um, oh, okay. Here it is. Well, I better be included in this, in this launch round. Oh my God. It's big. 500 pages. That sounded, that sounded bad. There. <laughs> planner. The planner. The yeah, planner. The plan yes. Not that kind of Zoom call. So there's a page for every day. Uh, it, you know, and, and then a page for every week and then uh, a page for every month, uh, multiple pages per month and then pages per quarter. So it, it, it's how I orchestrate my, my thought process from at the start of the year to each quarter, to each month, to each week, to each day. And that's just how my mind works. And it, it works beautifully for me. So I, I sent it out to a handful of my clients said, you know, work with this for a year and let me know what you think. And so we got feedback. And now that we have feedback, we're going to take that behemoth and turn it into like a... 250 page book, you know, we're, we're condensing it to half the size because we realized we wasted a lot of trees, sadly. Uh, but, but anyone who knows my obsession with, with times and schedules and, and productivity and, and planning, and then pulling out action items, like my obsession with action, items, it would make sense that I come out with the planner. Yeah. I want the, I want the planner from the guy who is obsessed with scheduling. It makes sense, right? Versus like, if I were to come out with a line of my own booty pants, <laughs> to use your aforementioned example, I've never known James as a booty band type guy. I, you know, congratulations, but probably not for me. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not purchasing this because it just doesn't seem like something I would attribute to him. 
And even when you say booty brands, I get a little bit of a rash because it's so overdone. Mm -hmm. And I'm and I get it. Like a lot of you use them and you can travel with them. But it's like I want to challenge you to not look at people in your industry and take a look at inside your own life. Ask your friends ask people who see you on a personal level, people who've worked out with you. Maybe you're, I call them gym friends. Like you don't hang out outside the gym, but then you see them more than your real friends. It's super weird, but like your gym friends, what did they, what did they observe about you? Go ask them. You're going to get some really interesting answers. Oh, I notice you always do legs first. I always notice you're wearing blank. Like I'm known at the gym. I, everyone knows who I, well, one, my voice, cause whatever, it's very distinct and I can't stand it, but it's distinct. So if I, my mouth is open, they can, they know it's me, but I'm, I'm the girl who wears visors when I work out. Most people don't wear visors. I'm a visor gal. Wow. Hello. Yeah, it's, it's from, yeah, exactly. I'm a visor gal. It comes from playing tennis. Um, so people know that about me. If I had a fitness brand, I would absolutely visually be wearing visors in almost every video or they would, one would be in my hand or stacked behind me. I would have my own line of branded visors. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it passes the test because it is, it's an integrity. It's true. It really happens. I'm not manufacturing it. People can smell that. And it passes the test of it is different enough and unique. Yeah. May, uh, maybe there are, who knows? Maybe there are some other people who wear visors, but no one is going to put a magnifying glass on it like me or like you will after you learn from James and myself and these other incredible people at Fitposium. You're going to, I don't care if you're from the middle of nowhere, you're the most introverted, basic, you think you're the most quiet, introverted, basic fitness person on the planet, you will walk out of there with an it factor. And if, and if you're like, if that you show up and that doesn't happen, put me on blast on social media. I invite you to do it because James with his hyper organization, and I've spoken at his events before, they are so organized and his full intention is you're walking away with shit being done. It's not just like a rah, rah thing, which is why I love working with you because I can't stand those events. I'm not saying they're not fun sometimes, but if you're investing like real cash, and I'm not walking away where I where it's going to move the needle noticeably in my life. Like that doesn't feel good. What the hell is that? Um, a couple months ago, I got a, a I was gifted a pass to <clears throat> a conference for coaches, and I, I was busy the first day, uh, and I was like, well, you know, I'll, I'll make it to the second day. Like that's fine. I, I had deadlines. But then I went on Instagram and, you know, any of my contacts who were there were like, you know, filming it and posting it to their stories. And I was looking at like the keynote presentation and it was just some guy in a tight t-shirt just cursing endlessly and, you know, trying to like, I, just, just in that assumption that the more, the more I say the word fuck, the more people are going to be fired up and want to do something. And I watched, you know, this person was posting a lot of, they might've been live streaming. I was like, there's nothing here. This is, this is vapid. This is just hollow shit of, you know, like low hanging fruit motivation. There's, there's no, nothing tactile. There's no, 
there's nothing strategy here. And I was like, I'm okay skipping this. I'm okay. I I, I think I I can motivate myself. You know, it's like, it was like that old George Carlin joke. You know, it's like I don't need a motivation book. If I went to a bookstore to go buy it, I'm motivated enough to do that. So I don't need the book. <laughs> um, so yeah, and you know, then hearing in hindsight, you know, it, the conference never went beyond motivation. Which okay, if if that's what you need, great. But I'm I'm about application. And tactic and 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 getting shit done, and with that with that being said, you know as we think about okay developing an it factor, the next question is, well, how do I tell people about it? Like, how do I start to, like, okay, I've I found half a dozen unique things about me. What the fuck do I do with this? You know, like we're we're how do we, is it like we're testing it? Is we're like just putting leaking stuff out and just seeing how people respond to it? What are we doing with this new, new, new content? Okay, so I have, of course, as a strat as a strategist, I have a strategy for you, and I keep everything straightforward and simple. We don't have time to do things that are unnecessarily hard. And what's I don't like saying, you know, oh, it's easy to make, you know, millions of dollars. Okay, that I hate when people say that but it's actually simple. It, it, it is simple and straightforward. It's not easy usually because of our own brains and dealing with all the other nuances, but it's simple. So how do you showcase that? What do you do? I would say for the example of those things like I'm um, talking about like the paper towels or the visors, or maybe you're someone who always eats the same exact thing every day. Um, I did a, I did a reel that, and feel free to like copy it. Um, I did a reel during the pandemic of what I really look like when I'm shaking my protein shake. And I'm like a psychopath. I love it. I like use it to get out my stress and it's just, and I'm, it's great. I'm crazy. And you know, you do that shit too. Cause it does feel even with like a salad dressing, I like go to town on that shit. So if you guys do weird stuff too, you just kind of forget that's why you have to ask people. But I would say, I love that you said testing. I'm all about testing stuff. Great place to test it are your Instagram, Facebook stories. And don't just post it once. I hate when you guys say to me, but I, I did post that. I did post about and my no program. No one liked it. And no one liked it. And I was like, so how many times? Well, I did it like once last Tuesday. And I was like, let me tell you something. Only 1% of people are seeing your Instagram and Facebook stories at a time. And it's a different, you know, it's not always the same 1%. And it's 3% of your actual feed content. So you have to do a lot of repetition. So I would put it out as a beta. So don't come on there and go, I'm going to share a weird thing about me. You know, like, go, how can I visual, how can I visualize it? Can I set up my phone of me doing this weird thing? Um, can I show my um, insane shoe collection. Like I have like, I have a, an addiction to like Nike sneakers, you know, do you show all of that? Or do you show when you get a new, um, order or an Amazon order, you do an unboxing. So show it, I would say, put it in your content, do two weeks and pepper it in your stories three times for the week notice, and then use poll stickers too. anyone else do this. Do you guys think I'm, you know, Am I weird for this? Or am I the only one? And see who responds to your polls. Um, gauge like even, you know, the likes, gauge DMs. What happens is 
people are actually kind of shy, especially if you're like a fitness person and you have a lot of followers already, or they assume you are and they're, you know, people look up to you who want to buy from you, right? Like they, they covet what you have and they might be shy to ask you about a program or how you can help them or like that they're struggling with their energy or whatever, but you're showing your crazy Nike shoe collection, they'll DM you and go, oh my God, I'm the same way, but with Reebok, this, I feel so, I feel so validated and you'll get tons of those. It's, it's an icebreaker. We do this already. When we meet people in real life, we are just mimicking this online. What do you say when you go to a conference, a party, um, you're at, you're at target, you know, you're like, oh my God, that's your, you know, that top is so cute, you know, or well, James probably doesn't say that. James is like, your baby's ugly. (laughs) I do think that a lot. I'm like, man, I'm like, glad that's not my kid. I, as, as a, as a new ish parent, I I realized um, as much as I love my son, I having a child has made me really become clear that I don't like other people's kids at all. Just not for me. I don't need, (laughs) I don't need that. I don't need to see it. Don't want to talk about it. Like I have, I have enough bullshit with my kid. I don't need to, t- I don't need to hear about your kids now. Oh my God. I'm dying. Even how James talks, like his personality, the sarcasm, the wit, um, his own like demeanor, that's his personal brand. That's his it factor. You're hearing me now and you go listen to my podcast. Cause I'm having James on, uh, interviewing James on my show project me with Tiffany Carter project me is one word. It's on all the things help put the link in the show notes. Um, but listen to some of my episodes now that you're hearing what we're teaching you and you'll go, oh, I see what she's doing. She's weaving in the pumpkin spice. I make, I have characters I've made up of Polly the influencer. And then there's Sarah, the spiritual influencer. And then I have Tina, the fitness, the fitness queen. And I make fun of the basicness of the stuff out there. I've, you know, I have my own unique sound in my voice how I talk, how I teach. You have it too. Everyone has it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we just need to put a magnifying glass on it and teach you guys how to put it out there. So do the beta test three times a week um, for two weeks. And you can test two things in there. You don't feel like you can only do like one of your things. You can test two and just see what seems to catch and get more of a response. And then you can add that in. But the other part is how do you package this? You need to have your own brand stories. Notice I said plural. They're like mm. many stories. Mm-hmm. You know, people talk about like, what's your, you know, founder's statement and mm-hmm. what are your, what's the old school way? Is it like your pillar? What are they? I don't even know. It's like, what is your company? Like when you go into a big corporation, they have the shit on the wall. It's like, it's our like thought- the corporate descriptor. Or yeah, the yeah, statement. yeah. Mm-hmm. No one reads that shit and no Mm -mm. one cares, Mm -mm. but the many stories, that's what people remember. So like an example, one of my, one of my, uh, clients who makes a shit ton of money selling embroidery kits on Etsy. And no, I'm not joking, like crazy money. And her story is that she learned how to embroider as she was being a caretaker for her mom dying with cancer and, She had a lot of time, you know, sitting at the chemo treatment, you know, sitting, sitting, having to be there. And it was obviously 
horribly emotional and it was causing her a lot of anxiety. So she needed to keep herself busy with something that was quiet that didn't disturb her mom. And that's how the embroidery started. Hmm. And that's, and now her mom has passed. And now when she embroiders, it's very therapeutic for her. Mom loved seeing her creations. It put a smile on her face. And so that's a mini story. Look how quick I told that. Yeah. And and I and I know this story so well because it's it's stuck it's stuck with me. That's a mini that's a mini story, right? She also has her brand story of you know that she people started saying, oh that's cool, I would love to be able to try to do that. And she's like, well I could you know I could teach you a stitch and put together a little kit for you. And then people started buying it. And then moms were like, hey, could you make me like a like a little kit for my kid? Then she started custom kits. Right. So she has how she started story. So you guys have these many stories and those are your your differentiators. Those are your it factors. And we need to package those. You come in person to Fitposium, we'll be able to literally workshop those with you or you can go about it and try it on your own. And um, I don't know how that'll work out. I know when I try to do stuff on my own, it. It, not to say it doesn't work out. It usually takes me longer and costs me a lot more money where I just know better now. And I can be a cheap ass. Mm -hmm. This it, this is about like, you can figure it out yourself or this is a shortcut. This It really is. This is a shortcut to learn from someone who's already an expert in it, just as it would be a shortcut. If I wanted to, you know, get my ab lines back, I, I wouldn't, I really wouldn't try to figure this out on my own. I don't pretend to be, you know, a fitness expert, nutrition expert. I'd hire one of you. If I wanted to be on the cover of a magazine and I really wanted to learn how to be able to land that, I'd hire James. I wouldn't sit there and like Google it and mess around. If I really wanted what I, what I'm saying I wanted, this is the, this is the shortcut, but this is what will set you apart. Cause when you go, when you go across like a journalist email, you know how many emails we, we get as, as reporters, as producers? I mean, it is wild. And then people go, oh, well, I'll send a package. I'll FedEx a package because less people do that. True. Less mm -hmm. people do do that. That is true. Um, but there's still a lot of packages and most of them are used as jokes in the newsroom behind the scenes mm -hmm. because the shit that's sent is so ridiculous or it doesn't stick. It's so basic that you're like, this is stupid. And it goes in the trash and you've just wasted all of that money. So it's how, like James said, how are you going to say it? If you don't have that subject line of that email, if you don't have that, those mini stories tightened up of how you're going to make their job easier and how you're going to make that writer, that producer, that reporter, that, per that editor, you want to make them look good to their boss and have something juicy and make their job easy, that's that's what we need to do. I love it. Go to fitposium.com. Get your passes October 13th through 16th in person and virtual passes are available. And remember, you can listen to Tiffany and I talk even more on her podcast. That's Project Me with Tiffany Carter. Project Me is one word. And don't put an I in Tiffany. It's with a Y. For the love of God, please. Tiffany, you are amazing. Thank you so much. Thanks, James. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Beyond the Image podcast. Please follow, like, and review wherever you happen to listen to the show. And if you want to connect to me, you can find me at jamespatrick.com, Instagram at jpatrickphoto, or you can text me any of your marketing questions to 480-605-3254. Thanks again. For 10 years, Verizon has provided technology, curriculum, and connectivity to over a million students, like William. I met William in the sixth grade. From the beginning, he wanted to explore things. Mr. Gonzalez actually put a robot in my hand and gave me a tablet, and he let me code it and move it around. That opened my eyes, and I realized how cool this stuff was. Now my classroom is a place of innovation. They're going to shape the world. Get the full story at verizoninnovativelearning.com. Hurry into Ram Power Days and experience the raw power of the Ram 3500 with available best-in-class torque and towing among 350-3500 pickups when properly equipped. Strap yourself in for one powerful ride in the Ram TRX with the most horsepower of any gas pickup ever built. Or the Ram 1500, awarded number one in driver appeal among light-duty pickups by J.D. Power three years in a row. Hurry into Ram Power Days going on now. For J.D. Power 2022 U.S. award information, visit jdpower.com awards.